1: Walken is like up to his nose in the water, just eyeballs. walking oh down and he goes, "Young man, I am not an actor. I'm an alligator.") <laughs> and so-
2: This is Blockbuster Mentality, the show where actors, filmmakers, critics, and content creators come on to talk a film of their choice. In this episode, actor and friend of the show, Dan Franco, joins us to talk the Hulu film Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I've got, by the way, I don't know if you guys, can you guys see this? No, because
0: your background screws it up that's homemade it's a home brew
2: heffa this is this is beer number two on well
1: ken arnold um the guy that's in night watchman a fr- yeah. friend of mine yeah he and i and, and another friend um brew up here in maryland and, oh nice you know, we don't do the bottles. We he we get a whole bunch of um, the corny kegs, the yeah, the, yeah. the soda kegs, and we just we just do that and, and carbonate it that way.
2: Nice. I haven't graduated to that yet.
1: <laughs> it's a pain in the ass because you have to run all that. You have to run the the detergent through and then sandy it. Beer is a lot of cleaning.
2: It is. It's all cleaning. It's all sanitation.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like constant. What, do you have a? Do you have a kit,
2: Dave? Uh, well, I I mean I've got all the yeah. Well what do I have? I mean, mine's pretty bare bone. I mean, I've got a, I've got a propane burner, uh, you know, to boil my mash and all that. And then it just goes into a bucket and it ferments. I mean, that's, that's the extent of it. And I throw it in bottles. I got a really simple system that, that works for me. What, what do you, so Dan, would you guys, do you do like a, like a giant, I just do five gallon batches.
1: Yeah, we do five gallons. Um, cause that's the same. The, um, the, the soda kegs are five gallon, mm-hmm. uh, kegs. So that works really well. We do we do the five gallon batches. We usually do like um, he always does. Some he has a Christmas party. Not, maybe not this year, but he always has a Christmas party every year, and we always do like a an English brown and a lager and some uh, kind of uh, a fall winter winter brew for that.
2: This is the first Hefeweizen I did, and uh, it came out good. But because I don't have um, <laughs> I ferment mine, you know, you need to every 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 certain kind of beer needs a different kind of ferment temperature. And all I've got is a, I have a, a cooler bag where my fermenting bucket goes. And uh, I just throw in water bottles and stuff like that. And I just check the temperature every day. So it's really, <laughs>
1: you No, know, we've done a, <laughs> we've really done a cold and it was, I think it was supposed to ferment a lot colder than we, than we did, but it turned uh, out really drinkable. Um, it, it we, we didn't fuck it up, so... It, you know, that's the thing. And,
2: uh, you know, the, the beer community is, like, crazy. And you can get really technical about it. But there's always... Like, if you go on the forums or whatever, there's always someone who's like, keep in mind, guys... You know, 400 years ago, they just like threw everything together, boiled it and put it in a barrel and it still worked, you know, <laughs> and that's, 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 I think the same principle holds.
1: Yeah. we, we I, I saw this one thing about the, uh, in some town in, in um, God, I want to say Norway or, you know, the Vikings somewhere in, in Scandinavia, the, the, the town had a yeast stick. Like it was the communal yeast stick for the town <laughs> and they just hung it <laughs> in a door no, and it would f- grow yeast and you'd take it and you'd, Mix it in, and then you'd put it back, and and it just was like this, kind of like the the, the soda bread that gets passed around, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Bread. Just this or sourdough, you know, just this, it's the the starter yeast that everybody uses for beer for hundreds of years in this place. That's cool because it's it's a living. I mean, beer is a living thing,
2: or, or any. I mean, same thing with wine or whatever. It it it's a living. I, it requires yeah, yeast and and sugar. I just and, drink it. I literally, I, just I literally <laughs> have no idea how
0: anyone. Initially, found out how this stuff was done. Like it had to have been done by accident,
1: right? I mean, that's <laughs> well. According that. to Nick Cage in uh, in The Rock, that's that's how champagne was formed. And voila! Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> Exactly. So I, I yeah, I'm, I'm assuming pretty much everything was found by accident. I think. Yeah. I think even penicillin was found by accident. Yeah, moldy bread, right? Yeah,
2: it's all all you need. So Dan, did you recently rewatch? Uh, I think you mentioned that, right? You re- recently rewatched The Rock.
1: I did. Um, so we're taking advantage of, you know, all these nights where we can't go anywhere and well, we can go places, but not like, not like before. So, um, we're, we're doing a lot of, uh, of catching up on movies. So we did, uh, Armageddon and we did the rock. Uh-huh. Um, we've, we've binged scrubs. We've binged uh, how I met your mother. Nice. Um, we're, into community right now but only partially through
0: yeah i'm actually through uh we're going through community for the first time right now and yeah it's uh i don't know how i missed it before but yeah but yeah you so you were uh you said you were watching eurovision before you came on what's uh (laughs) i'd love to hear your thoughts on that my wife was
1: like i want to watch something funny i something something fun and we we wanted to watch something neither of us had seen yet so uh um you know obviously there's nothing in the pipeline that's coming out (laughs) so yeah exactly (laughs) So uh we, we went and we hit that and it was uh it was fun. It it was a you know it, it was a it was a Will Ferrell movie. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was silly, it was goofy, it had some heart to it. It um I felt like it sort of mirrored the the pitch perfect template, you know, because it, there's a there's a singing competition and the yeah, things right. you learn as they go through this process. And Have you seen matters. all of those? What's that?
2: Have you seen how
1: many of them are there? Two or three pitch perfects? There's three pitch perfects. Yeah, I have, have seen, you seen them. them all. I have. <laughs> I've got an Anna Kendrick thing, so <laughs> oh, so <laughs> it's why the thing. not, you yeah.
0: <laughs> She was was she in the third one? Yeah, she was, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, speaking
2: She's... of her, did you see the movie uh, Drinking Buddies with um from New Girl? New Girl. Yeah, yeah New Girl. did you see Johnson, that one? Yeah. That one was pretty
1: good. I started it and I kind of punched out about 30 minutes in. Not it, even it for Anna Kendrick. Too, huh? It felt like well, My understanding is that it was a very improv um, thing, and it kind of felt like it, and I wasn't feeling it at the time, and I never went back to it. I, I've, okay. I've heard people enjoy it. Um, yeah. I just wasn't in that mental space at the time I, I jumped in. Uh, ben, did I you have see Eurovision?
0: I have not seen it. I know you have, though. So, what's uh? Do you have difference of opinion than uh, Dan has? I got into an argument with my wife because I I became that
2: obnoxious guy watching it, being saying how stupid it was and how not funny it was, and she's like, "Shut up! My God, you're driving me nuts." I love Will Ferrell, but and I and um, I just did not. I did not get this movie. So Here is the funny thing: he felt me.
1: like he was in a different movie. Like he felt like he was in a Saturday Night Live adaptation movie, and the rest of them felt like they were in this movie about Icelandic music. And you, yeah. like, they, I felt like they were all a lot more grounded in the reality of of the movie than he was. He sort of felt like this, like like Roger Rabbit, kind of dropped into a live action movie. That's a great call.
2: That yeah, Um yeah. It it. it it's right. It just never not not all of it really clicked. And um I think the accents too didn't yeah. serve themselves well. Um not that he's just gonna do Will his own Will Ferrell, but maybe he just just be Will Ferrell. You don't have to do a Icelandic accent or something. Um I, I don't know. I, I it was one of my least favorite
0: Will Ferrell movies. What's the actress's name again? Oh my god, I can't. Rachel remember. McAdams. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. Great actress. Was she, in it? she obviously didn't save the movie for you, Dave.
1: No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, was her accent okay? Uh,
2: I don't know. What do you think of her accent, I haven't seen this one in a couple of weeks. I would say they're all kind of cheesy, but not, not I mean, it, they're, they're not supposed to be like, you know, spot on, I don't think.
1: But. My entire um, frame of reference for Icelandic accents is, I guess, Bjork. So I don't really know <laughs> what, what one's supposed to sound like. So it, it worked. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how, how dare you? I guess.
0: <laughs> Speaking of accents, I, I saw the American Pickle. Just came out uh, with uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, he plays two two parts in this movie. He plays his great grandfather, and uh, he plays the gr- the great grandson of yeah. the great grandfather. <laughs> his great grandfather gets uh, <laughs> pickled in uh, brine for a hundred years. <laughs> they <Okay>. explain it. <laughs> In a sciency way, as the narrator says, but they never tell us what that uh, what what it is. But anyway, it, it was it was all right. <laughs> That's my review. It was i. Right. <laughs> no, I mean it was yeah. I mean it was a Seth Rogen movie. You know, it's yeah. it, it was it was cute. Did he have a buddy? No, there was no buddy or anything. Again, it was just him and his great uh, great grandpa who is from like Eastern Europe somewhere, and you know he gets put into modern day and starts his own pickle business, and, you know, uh, hijinks
1: arise. In like, in like Brooklyn, right? It's like the most hipster yeah. movie ever yes exactly and it's it makes <laughs> Is so there much Muppert sense and that, Sun soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: not surprisingly yeah it's uh, there should be uh <laughs> yeah it's uh you know all the it, it's funny you say that say that because all the hipsters are into his you know organic uh pickling and all that of course so, they are uh yeah of course they are uh but yeah i mean it's you know seth rogan movie takes place in new york he plays two roles it's fun <laughs> there's there's <laughs> really not much to say about it. Well, I mean, would you give it well, all right, let's do rating here, so, oh, so I don't even uh, i mean just you can just do stars if you want or not popcorn uh I, I mean it's probably like a one and a half to two stars, maybe three buckets of popcorn, okay, yeah, could say if I'd say yeah. go back to Eurovision, I'd say one star, one bucket. <laughs> Really, not even entertaining for you. I
2: did not like this movie at all. I really, I like Will Ferrell, but I it was the. I felt as bad at. Well, I didn't get through Holmes and Watson, so at least I, I got through this one. Oh well.
1: Yeah. I'd go. I'd go Chuck Woolery with a two and two. <laughs> there you oh, go.
2: Oh, 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 oh wow, aging everyone deep here. pools here.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave doesn't know how to come back from that.
2: What else? Uh, what else? You know, I've. Uh, have you guys been uh, anything else you guys have seen? i saw I saw a couple of classics and uh not a not well, a classic but what cool. what do you got what do you so, got more?
0: No, you see you're looking for a save here, I can tell. No. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of editing in this episode, <laughs> I can tell. Uh but um no, I was just going to go back to what Dan said about oh, no, uh, you floor. know things coming out, things aren't going to come out for a while. Studios you you could tell them differently, you mm. know, you, That you you hear announcements, movie news all the time, and it's just like so hard to get excited just because I know it's like, Well, this it's not gonna come out when you say it's gonna come out. We're gonna gonna shoot two John
1: Wicks. You're never going to see them. (laughs) Right.
0: Exactly. Like it's it's like why why are you doing this to me? And you know, it's the same with sports. Like I keep hearing like trades and like signings. I'm like, cool. Not gonna see it, you know. Not gonna yeah. see it come to fruition. This is one of the first times I'm excited about the Tampa Buc- Buccaneers, and uh, you know, there's not even gonna be a season this year. So you know, it's like, whoa! Well, it
1: seems like they're moving forward.
0: <laughs> they haven't <laughs> it, quite yet canceled the season yet. So, well, said, no, but it, look at how baseball's going look at a you know everyone coming down with it everyone canceling games everything like that yeah. if you're not doing it in a bubble i'm sorry it's not gonna work yeah i do That's, think
1: um like hockey and basketball have really seemed to to figure it out hockey's hockey's going great i mean this yeah. has been it's like march madness every day it's it's noon till two in the morning hockey
0: i know it's awesome i love it and the penguins it's,
1: lost which is even better
0: Oh, yes. They, yeah. Montreal won tonight, right? Yeah. Uh, time of this recording. Uh, yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, you know, Bolts uh, beat the Capitals. I don't know if you saw that game, uh, Dan, but... Yeah, uh, I
1: gave that one star and zero popcorns. <laughs> 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 Makes
0: sense. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I understand. <laughs> but uh, no, you're right, though. It's it's awesome. Great. Uh, like you said, March Madness-esque same with basketball they they got you know their thing going every night and yeah i can't wait to see of course but you know obviously you know you're you're a capset i'm just saying though like if, if Bolts do, you know, make it all the way, like, of course, this would be the year they would win, you know, yeah. where no one can really celebrate much. And, you know, <laughs> we don't really get to get that excited about it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think football I think football is going to figure I think they're they've got the benefit of learning from baseball's mistakes. They're they're the they're going to be moving from city to city. So I think they'll, yeah. they'll figure out a way to. Create as much of a bubble as they can as they move these guys around. They're obviously the biggest in motion group of, right. of athletes um, because he's what fifty three yes. plus staff. So exactly,
0: yeah. So I mean, it's you, you you have to do some sort of protection. I know they're you know I, I think um, one of the college teams announced that they're going <laughs> to at least do twenty to twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, I think that was Florida football. State. Florida
1: State, yeah. So that's you know, college bagged on the season completely. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. They're yeah. Gone. But well, nobody mean, cares about you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> can I
0: ask a, Wait. can I ask a stupid question? Maybe please do. No. you are always welcome here. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Professional <laughs> athletes make a lot of money uh, and they're healthy and they're among the most health. They're, they're, it's probably, you know, if you're a profile, the healthiest people in the country, I, I would assume that maybe not, maybe not baseball players, but uh, football, hockey, basketball, these are gotta be the healthiest people there are right i mean what's the i mean i hate to say you know what are you worried about kind of a thing but in a sense you know for a for a 25 year old guy who's at peak physical condition i mean do we need to shut the entire thing down because a few of them might get um something that probably won't be that serious I, I hate to be that guy to ask that question but I feel like I need to a little bit particularly when we ha- when we're asking that from other people in our society to step up uh, and you know I don't know I'm looking at I, I'm over there at the gas station counter today tonight you know uh, buying a soda and a lotto ticket and I'm like well she's got to work I, I don't know and and we're all working kind of a thing I think
1: I think the you know the, you saw the the players that opted out I think of the 60 Sixty-six or so opted yeah. out of the season. Forty of them were linemen, defensive or offensive, and I think those are the ones that are probably more likely to have heart or diabetic under you know, because they're so big. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, that's true. You know, and not all of them are big muscle. Some of them are are big. Gilbert Brown, yeah, big, just... and and you know, you get it, you're probably going to die. Um, yeah. I think they're the, what I've read. A lot of them, the the concern is, it's not so much me. I'm I'm going to be fine. But what happens when I bring it home? Yeah, my mother-in-law yes. is living with us. You know, during all of this, and I give it to her, and she dies. Or, that's or, a good point.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was just going to bring it up. You know, Dave, why do you wear a mask? Well, because I, because I figure it's it's a low cost,
2: high reward practice for me to do. Well, yeah, uh, and, I, that well, and, that literally uh, is why. I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 I assume, and of course, if I'm if I'm playing, I can't wear a mask. Um,
0: so, I, or right, maybe I did but, see some designs for helmets or something that could do something. I yeah, they know. look
1: awesome too. Yeah, they do really do.
0: <laughs> but um, would you say you're more concerned for yourself or for others? Well, myself first, and then <laughs> others. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, that. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's, like, what, I, that's. I just asked that because I think that's also the the case. Is you know you don't want to spread it to others. So if like someone like. I don't know. Uh, so you stay away for a little while, right? I mean, yeah.
2: Sorry, mom. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing this thing. I'm, 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 uh, I'm working to pay for you, mom. So you can. I'm taking care of you. I need to work. So and it, it might be a little bit of time where we need to stay away from a bit. We'll be in touch. I love you. Well, what about the sixty-year-old
0: trainer, though? Or oh, yeah, the, that, you know that's a, you thing. Know, that, yeah, it is a exactly. thing. But maybe sixty-year-old
2: um, trainer just wears a mask. I mean, isn't that what we're all doing here? I mean, wh- wh- yeah, when does it I end? Mean, the, the, I guess you know. I mean, this is a society question we, that we're not going to solve now. But at some point, we we gotta we gotta start having a life. Otherwise, there won't be a life, <laughs> and people won't be able to pay their rent, and people will be on the streets if we keep going that way. So yeah. you know, I didn't mean to turn us into a whole thing, but
1: I, I, do, I you, <laughs> no, you know, hey.
2: These are the questions people are asking, right? We're trying to look for some direction here.
1: And at some point, you know, it, you know, just like just like sports, you know, the the movies, Disney Plus is is uh, they they pushed Hamilton up in July um, and released it on Disney Plus instead of sending it to theaters, which they really wanted to give it a theatrical run. Milan um, right. is coming, so there's yeah. there's some like seismic shifts in in the movie industry, um, both <laughs> the way we make them. And yeah. the way we're now going to distribute them. Uh, did you hear Absolutely.
2: the the Avatar sequels that are never going to get made are now delayed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they
1: were they were already screwed. And yeah, <laughs> I
2: could not. I just busted out laughing seeing that news. Uh, <laughs> ben, do you remember um, where were we? Maybe two months. Maybe it was Fetterman, the Fetterman episode where we were talking about Tenet opening uh, July seventeenth. Do you remember that conversation, Ben? We were like, I, you know, I don't remember are we going to go into the, into the AMC? You know, this was like three, yeah. you know, a month ago or something. And now tenant, you know, cause we're, were sitting here, I don't know, whenever it was, it was late June or something. And we're like, yeah, you know, uh, th- that was when AMC said they were going to open. Uh, and uh, tenant was going to be the, the tent pole for everybody. And we were talking about, you know, would you be comfortable going in and all that? And, it's just not it's not
0: happening. <laughs> I know. It's yes. Uh, to answer your question, I do remember that, Dave. Yes. We're, uh, we was, were I think we were kind yeah. of gonna be cautiously optimistic about it, right? And to go in and right. do it. Yeah. You know, if we wore a mask, maybe sit like checkerboard checkerboard style. <laughs> sit in the very back.
1: <laughs> no one behind yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: No one behind you. The king you. position, we called it. <laughs> and yeah, I I do remember and here we are, August seventh, recording this, and it just seems like it's such a long way away to be <laughs> able to start doing that. And it's, although, like it's I sad. just
1: saw on my in my feed the other day on on Facebook, Regal was like, "We're coming back," and oh, yeah? AMC is the same. I I don't know where I, it's not happening in Maryland. have to go to the lifted yet.
0: Yeah. I, well, I, not the uh, greatest news today for movie fans. The what is it called? The Paramount Consent Decree, which was passed back in the '40s, mm-hmm. which uh, today was ruled by a judge that would be lifted. So, it essentially means that studios could now buy their own theaters, uh-huh. could own their own theaters. So, which would essentially mean that you know they're going to only show their their own films. Right. Back to the old um, studio
2: system, right?
0: Yeah, right yeah uh so yeah i mean that was uh, i believe that was today that yeah they terminated uh 1930s paramount (sighs) consent decrees so yeah i mean it's uh that could be a huge hit on indie films but you know obviously the title of this episode is palm springs that was released (laughs) on hulu I like that segue it was released on hulu beautiful Beautiful scene. do you think if films are still released like a film like palm springs even mulan is going to be released uh video on demand this year do you think it's really going to hurt independent film
1: as someone who relies on independent film you know um it it's when you get one that does get a release in 50 100 cities or 100 locations you know obviously it has a lot more attention it has a lot more buzz around it right if you release online and you're and you don't have a marketing campaign behind you it's really hard to get people to see your movie um i'm even thinking yeah. about you know the, the movie we're going to talk about it it just hit the the perfect bullseye of of coming out at the right time you know because you think about it earlier in the year or maybe it, <laughs> i lost track i don't know if it was last year or this year they're all you know <laughs> We're in a time loop. Um, (laughs) uh, Six Underground. It came out. It had a lot of buzz, but not everybody I know saw it. It didn't get, you know, people kind of saw it in bits and spurts. Um, What was the other one? Um, uh, Oh, the the, the Kate Beckinsale movie with where she, her husband is supposed to be dead and he pops up. Like that came out. It was a, it was a Palm Springs probably should have had the same, sort of quiet, sort of people find it and don't find it and but right. because we're all sitting here and there's no movies, none of us are going to the movies, it's sort of hit and everyone's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go watch that. And so yeah, it's sort right. of had a almost like a studio theatrical release through streaming.
0: Yeah. So I mean it's it's almost yeah, the the movies that even if it is independent, sometimes they have a good marketing campaign, uh, and can spend money on that. But you know, other movies like you said, they they don't have that great of a marketing uh, campaign. I, I want to say I I heard of Palm Springs through some sort of commercial or ad I saw on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean that essentially, if 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 the studio doesn't have a, enough money to market it, then either way, if it's released online or if it's released, you know, in theaters, I don't think it's gonna gonna do much. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about all this, Dave? So the idea
2: that what we're asking if a if an independent type film has less of a chance in this environment or the old environment, yeah, um, I don't know because I mean we're seeing an example. I mean this Palm Springs had a budget. I'm looking at this now of five million, so pretty. I mean small for certainly not for the theatrical release, but yeah, I'm guessing most indie films are are, are under that probably. Um, Mine are yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> for, <My>. for, <laughs> lot under that <laughs>
2: front of that so but um I don't know maybe there's like a leveling effect where the at least for the time being it gives it does give an opportunity for for small because at the end of the day if it's on your TV screen it's all kind of equal in a sense isn't it in kind of a way like I'm just as likely to turn on tune into Palm Springs as I am. To Eurovision or to whatever else was maybe a, a, a release that came out in 2019 that had a much yeah. maybe a hundred million dollar budget, uh, but it doesn't necessarily appeal to me as much. I'm thinking of maybe something like I don't know. What's I'm thinking the last movie that one of the last movies I saw in the theaters was uh, the Suicide Squad uh, sequel, which really wasn't that good. Um, that thing probably had a much bigger budget, and I, I like oh. I'll just say now I like Palm Springs more than that. So maybe <laughs> there is a, a, maybe some hope for for some things because it does knock down this whole tentpole idea. Um, So maybe
0: it could give other, other creators a chance maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. people will be more, more picky about what they choose. You know, I, I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's, you look at an A 24 film from last year, light the lighthouse, Uh, you know, you could easily, you didn't have to see that in the theaters. I don't think Uh, it was a $4 million budget, $18 18 million dollars it made in the box office. So, I mean, 4 million dollar budget, you know, again, in today's movie standards other than Dan Franco movies, <laughs> you know, it's not that much, but <laughs> I don't know how much. Yeah, I mean, well, Paul I- Springs, like what you're you they're making money from their subscriptions through Hulu, right. right? Yeah, they're getting subsidized through Hulu s- subscribers. Uh, but no, so maybe
2: let's rephrase this in a different way to ask Dan, what is the best environment for um for smaller independent films to flourish, that, that's kind of the heart of the issue. So, what, what would you say? What would be the ideal environment for that?
1: I mean, we we, we all it, it's getting it's getting on Prime, it's getting on Netflix, it's getting on you know getting Showtime or or you know S- Stars or whoever it is to pick up your your film through festival or whatever it might be. Um, but you know, it's also getting them to put you on this the part of the page where people find you as opposed to <laughs> having to dig right. deep yeah. into, you know, subgenres to to before your tile shows up on the screen.
2: That's a good point. Now, cuz I guess like when I'm on Netflix, I I've got a love I'm I, I had a sub a subscription for Netflix. I got rid of it. Now we got it back and I kind of have a love-hate for it because I find much of their original content to be just insufferable, uh, particularly their TV shows. I, I I mean, I watch it. I'm like, what in God? I think they're just creating things just to have a space and a, and a, and a and a thing for you to click on and watch. I don't like know. Eurovision. Yeah, there's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you guys even <laughs> trying? You're just content <laughs> filling. Um, and there's no there's no artistic merit in a lot of that stuff. So, and it gets buried, I guess, as as Dan's saying. So I, I don't know. I don't know where necessarily where I'm going with it, but I just I. I where are we? Because I think people do want, like me. I'm looking around for something interesting, and I feel like I'm getting the same thing over and over and over again. And I don't know if we've necessarily sorted that out, where you can get independent, creative people um, to still have their voice coming out if it's being buried by nonsense on Netflix. Whereas I could watch something, um, you know, like The Night Watchman or something, versus
0: you know the same generic TV show ten times over, just rebranded. Well, and we we're, we're talking about a film also that. Has the same trope that we've seen in how many movies? Well, I don't. Right? One, one very clear movie,
1: right? Hang up before, before we, before we get into that. If you, if, if any of the listeners haven't seen this movie yet, stop now and and watch the movie before you know yes. anything about it, because okay. I think yes. there's there's some some revelations and some discoveries that you're gonna want. I went into it not knowing anything about it. Just, just kind oh, of. Okay. Heard good word of mouth, didn't know any of the, um, the the plot or the premise, and I just went in kind of trusting that the people who said "check this out" were people whose opinions I generally like um, and 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 agree with.
0: No, I yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, and that's... I'm glad
1: I I'm glad I didn't know because it it, it was refreshing.
0: Definitely. Uh, so you you didn't watch a trailer at all then, nope. or wow. Yeah, so I I, I yeah, I kind of wish I didn't watch the trailer first because yeah, it did obviously give away, you know, what what the movie essentially was about. But yeah, that's uh that's a great point. So yeah, uh, from here on out, if you haven't seen the movie, stop and don't <laughs> don't look up anything about so it. On Just you, watch man. it. <laughs> Just watch it and uh come back to us. Spoilers <laughs> coming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, obviously the Groundhog Day uh trope, the edge of tomorrow trope <laughs> it's it's all in here it's living the same day over and over again. andy sandberg Kristen milioti there we go uh, there we have what, it how i met your mother tie-in which i I'll, we'll get to that later
2: okay <laughs> okay you got something for that great
0: i do <laughs> but as you were saying dave you know about how all, you know people need to be more you know maybe more creative my wife was even saying that earlier when i was telling her about the news with the whole uh paramount consent decree uh <laughs> it's got to be a shorter term for that the pcd uh my yeah my wife was even saying like maybe people need just need to be more creative now but i mean you got a movie like this which i'll say right off the bat was so refreshing to me and i've really enjoyed it and i i thought it was a lot of fun but yet it's something the premise i've seen multiple times in movies so I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily the writing. Is it the the actors? You know. So I mean, that's going to be interesting to kind of. Go over maybe a little bit. Does that make sense?
2: Uh, yeah, it does. And I think one quick thing I'll say is it's very appropriate for COVID nineteen because yeah. this has been Groundhog Day. <laughs> you don't know what day it is. You know, it could have right. been could have been a year. I don't know. When were, we were even talking, I, I, there's no sense of time. Was it yesterday or was it three months ago? We were talking about the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, where the hell are we? And uh, so I think this movie does work on that level, uh, even though it, it is a bit of it's it's not completely original. Although it does kind of have an, an original spin is it's uh it was it was it was right for now and it was a it was a good I, I think uh it was a it was a good one to come out uh just right now it did hit on that i think ben maybe you you hit it on you said earlier is it it hit at the right time even though it wasn't going to be a big theatrical release or something come on come on hulu and it
0: did kind of strike a chord dan are you an a- uh andy sandberg guy
1: you know i i wasn't not um i've watched <laughs> some of brooklyn Nine. i yeah. i like it i don't i don't you know i'm i'm not hooked on it i'm not i don't when when we're watching it I'll watch it but i didn't go out of my way to, to find it sure. um, i always thought his um wh- what do they call those the the video or the the the, the indie shorts that he did digital yeah. shorts on on digital SNL shorts, were probably yeah. the best thing that they did you know uh, yeah. during that time um but it's always hard when you get those guys those saturday night live guys or the or the, the comedian guys who who go into and this was a comedy, but there, there, had to be, um, there had to be a sincerity to it. You oh, know, yeah, sure. To work, um, which is, I think. This isn't I,
2: Eurovision. <laughs>
1: right, right. Um, and then that's hard because, you, you know, with Will Ferrell, or for me, um, Jim Carrey, I have a hard time with him when he doesn't do his normal Jim Carrey thing because mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I, I don't. <laughs> there's just something to me where there's almost like a still a little wink to the camera. Yeah. Right. right. Whereas opposed to um, Steve Carell is fantastic. Like when uh, Crazy Stupid Love or or Dan in real life or or any of those, he he's so believable and so just just real and natural in the moment. It, uh-huh. it, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like like he's, deli- you know, the jokes that do come through aren't aren't, you know, self-aware Where? Um
0: that's kind of kind of how I felt too about uh, Jason Bateman. I think when I first started watching Ozark, you know, I thought like oh, I'm just going to see him. You know, I'm just going to see the the funny. You know, Jason Bateman, like you said, aware of aware of his jokes and all that. But yeah, it's uh, similar to, so to how critical. I feel. I, I know it's God. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like. How how are you this good and you're this good in in other genres as well? It's we it's were ridiculous. just talking
1: about him because we were watching uh, The Outsider or The Outsiders yeah. Outsider yeah. Uh, on HBO. Uh, we oh, we yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. lost track of it in the middle, um, but we're we're gonna finish it up here shortly. Um, but there there's a scene that he has with uh, with the cop that arrested him. In, yeah, Ben in Mendelsohn, and and he says, uh, "You asked me if I touched your kid," and there's this whole model. It is it is like. It's phenomenal, and, yep. and um, I'm yeah. really happy for him. You know, I, I was sitting here thinking about it the other day, and we, we were watching something else with him in it. and Or, or no, but when, the, when the Emmy nominations came out. And, like, he's been around since, like, Silver Spoons. And <laughs> like my, literally my entire life, he's been yeah. on, like, TV and, and on, in my movies. And, and um, he's just he's just so freaking good. He really is. I mean, I'm
2: sitting here, I just had to go look up his IMDb. I mean, Juno, he's got a great role in that, a
0: little creepy but great. Uh, <laughs> it is a little creepy, yeah.
2: Extract, which is a highly underrated movie, if you guys have seen that.
0: Yeah. Um, ben Affleck got a small role in that, and I was like, <laughs> what is he doing in this? And I'm like, he's actually pretty great in this. <laughs> yeah, uh Hancock, he played a good role there. Yeah. Uh, Smoking Aces. Uh, yeah,
2: that, I mean, just tons of stuff. He's great in everything. And even uh that movie with Melissa McCarthy, uh, Identity Thief, I yeah. kind
1: of laughed a lot. Uh, that. This is where I leave you with <laughs> um, that's a great cast. Yeah.
2: yeah. uh Horrible bosses I liked. I mean, Game yes. Night. Oh, man, so, so much stuff. And there's this show called The Rest of Development. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. I've seen a million The Rest of Development. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't know how many times I've seen Arrested Development. It's on it's it's on replay constantly in my house. <laughs> so uh, but
1: No, so so I didn't expect Andy Andy Samberg to to land in that space and he kind of did. I think he he pulled off a very relatable character, a very, you know, a a, a character that um you you can instantly kind of connect to it well, you know. I yeah.
0: Definitely, and it's, yeah, you, you connect to him. You're on his you side. Know, especially, you know, he's like, I love that line he gives when he's on the raft every time to the guy who's swimming. He's like, how's today going? He's like, ah, t- yesterday, t- today, tomorrow, yeah. it's all the same. And, like, you know, we've been saying, like, it's a, it's the same with, you know, what we've been going through with quarantine and, uh, yeah. and all that. It's like, just like, yeah, it's all the same. Like I mean, they,
1: they, had, no, they couldn't have had any clue how... how Right how relevant to our current situation this movie would be when it would come out.
0: Yeah, so who knows? I I mean, this movie, you know, I think either way would have been Great, But like, who knows how many people would have actually gotten to enjoy it, you know, had it not been for for this, you know, so it's like, you know, I'm sure more people recommended it because of COVID. Like, oh, this relates to us, you know, so much more than it would have if it just came out normally and, you know, didn't have, you know, this this backing behind it you know it still would have been the same movie but <laughs> i guess we can relate to it more uh oh, so, definitely yeah. and I, one contrast i liked to uh, groundhog day is the
2: fact that the Andy sandberg character he kind of you know there's both there's nihilism in both characters because you're there for god knows how long and, yeah. I, and, and I think ben when we did the the groundhog day episode i think i speculated it could have been hundreds of years or something you know yeah I think I think yeah. I think
1: they said that it, it was probably hundreds and hundreds of years
2: <laughs> yeah that's insane <laughs> but, but, but the thing I liked about Andy, Andy Sandberg is you know, well you know there's Bill Murray obviously in his delivery and his you know his own kind of nihilism which is funny but I did like at some point he's just like you know what? I'm just gonna drink beer every day and float right. in the pool and who cares and I'm just gonna kind of have a little bit of fun with life I, I really did like that that kind of a twist and that that approach that uh, that he took, because I because I was right there with him, like I'll just put on my stupid shirt and my my short, my Hawaiian shirt or whatever, and uh, I'm gonna drink beer, and, and uh, I'm just gonna this is it, this is how I, I'm going to a wedding, I'm gonna keep my same outfit, I'm gonna say whatever the hell I want, and this is it, whatever, because what the hell does it matter?
1: And, and I, that was I, so I genius like the way they revealed, like because we don't know that he. Is already where, you know, we've seen Grunthog Day and we've seen all these these time loop movies where the person figures it out as it's happened to them yeah. for the first two or three or four times. But this he's already maybe a thousand years into this.
0: Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously.
1: Um, and yeah. and he's he's now just in this place where he's like, OK, this is this is this is how it, it is. Yeah, and yeah. every now and then Roy shows up and kills me. But otherwise, <laughs> I just drink beer and, and do a lot of screwing here at this yeah. party. Exactly. um, Yeah.
0: I mean, it's yeah. uh, Nice leg. Nice leg. You you know, anytime you wanted sex in the morning. But uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you obviously you get her, you know, initially finding out she, you know, something happened. You know, what did you do to me? I I like how there's actually something that someone has to do in order to get into this loop. You know they have to go into that cave and and you know get uh i don't, I don't even know it' was after an earthquake, so it opened up this y- this portal, yeah, yeah. and so they even get into quantum physics.
2: we should try our best here to to, to describe the plot, um which is that um andy sandberg no, is at- you
0: you should try your best <laughs> to
2: describe the plot. <laughs> andy so Sandberg ahead. is at uh a they're at a destination wedding in palm springs uh he is there with his girlfriend. And uh, and the main other character, who is uh, How I Met Your Mother, Christian Miliotti, uh is the is the sister of the bride. Um, so they're so they're there, and and what basically happens in one of the opening scenes, or at least the first wedding scene, is Andy Samberg just or his girlfriend. Well, no, actually, he tries to well have sex with his girlfriend. He can't quite. It's not quite happening. She's really annoying. And then we cut to the wedding. Uh, I'm sure I'm skipping over things. She does a terrible, really obnoxious um, toast. And then he takes over and he's giving a toast, but he's giving it to uh, Kristen Milioti. I mean, he is speaking to her pretty directly. Right. Um, and then that's kind of how we, that's the clue to figure. Cause it's like, why is he, how does he know her? Um, and that's kind of how we figure out how he knows her. So they're all kind of trapped or he's trapped in this Palm Springs w- uh, wedding situation. And with a girlfriend he doesn't like, and he's kind of trying to just—I don't know—live out his existence. And uh, and and the one night where him and Kristen kind of connect, he takes her out to the desert. You know, after the reception, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And then what? There's a guys. Let's talk about the cave.
1: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> What's I guess going on? During the, the earthquake, cave? this cave opened up, and that's sort of like <laughs> the epicenter of this temporal whatever it is—temporal hole. And uh and he must have at some point a long time ago wandered in there.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah. What's in there? He's like,
1: Oh, the only I think the best answer we get is
2: it's your ancestors. Is that is that right? <laughs> I think that's what that he what says. He, to oh it.
0: yeah, he does say that. At, I think Didn't at the, he the beginning that? he says, Yeah, it's your ancestors <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't really get an answer to what it actually is, you know. Not than- that we need it, no. Yeah, no, we don't, and and we, you know we did we never get an answer in Groundhog Day. You know, there's the, you know the cool, it,
1: the cool thing is is that at the at the at the at the very first time we see him interacting at the reception, you know, he gets up and he gives this great speech, and he's you know he's there at this wedding in like his swim trunks and a and a Hawaiian shirt, and he's popping <laughs> a beer with you know in the middle of his uh, uh, speech, just just zero fucks. you know, like yeah. he, is, he is just. Just, just winging it. Yep. And, yeah, <laughs> but he moves in and out of of the um, the reception when people are dancing, and he puts a chair down for someone who's going to fall. He right, he knows yeah. what what move they're doing to be able to just, like do it opposite them. Yep. and it's we're basically starting where Groundhog Day ended. You know, yeah. by the right. time Bill Murray got to this point, he was aware of everything, and he had made his realizations and and found the meaning of life and found love, and that was his out. And Fair clearly point. Andy's way past this point or Niles is way past this point, And it still didn't matter. Like there, this just doesn't matter. And what I really like that concept that, you know, whereas fate or whatever it was, was trying to push Bill Murray to be a better person You're in right. this situation. Fate didn't care. You're just <laughs> stuck. And, and, and now you have to find meaning in, in this world that doesn't, there's no consequences. There's no, Nothing you do matters because the next day you just wake right back up where you were. Yeah, there's no reward
2: from saving the old lady from falling down, like you said, by pulling out the chair or, you know, uh, someone who's having a heart attack when they're choking or something. Right. That was the other thing. Um, and it, yeah, it, it just can, goes on and, on and on. There's no obvious answer to him and he says fuck it basically
0: (laughs) yeah 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 but yeah i mean like you said i mean it is more about what's the what's the meaning of all this what's you know what's what's the meaning of life all that because yeah groundhog day i guess you could say the purpose is more how how do i get out of this situation whereas this is just how do I f- find meaning now that I'm yeah. stuck in this sh- situation? So I like that there's, yeah, d- definitely differences, you know, there. And I-, I love where where this went because, you know, when I-, I did watch the trailer beforehand and they do, you know, show that it's, a- a, you know, a movie that's essentially the same day over and over. And I could have swore the J.K. Simmons character was going to be a character that already was in the loop before andy samberg like it just seemed i don't know it just seemed like that's where it was gonna go Mm -hmm. but it was it was refreshing after watching the trailer to see that it was actually andy samberg that (laughs) brought him there uh which i thought was cool and you know because when he first comes up to him he's like you know it seems like he knows that andy samberg is going through some stuff so he's like all right i'm gonna going to show him what's up. But no, that's not the case. Annie Sandberg <laughs> shows him what's up. He's like, "This is the best night of my life, you know. This is, you know, this is great. They're doing coke together and all that." Um, and uh yeah, he eventually gets JK Simmons to go in the cave because, you know, JK Simmons is like, "You know, this is the best night of my life. I don't want to ever go home." But little do we know, JK Simmons did not want that. <laughs> he did not want that at all. And yeah. that brings up a whole Whole nother thing. Yeah, because uh, 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 um, uh Andy Samberg character meets up with J.K.
2: Simmons at at the bar, and it, it's J.K. Simmons, right? I mean, it's he's 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 cantankerous. He's got an attitude, and then something that uh, because Andy Samberg has lived so long, maybe he's I don't want to call it a, a pickup line because it's a it's a bro pickup line in a sense. What you say to a dude, you know, not a girl, but something to I mean. I, well, maybe maybe there's something there.
1: How many times did he maybe oh. try to engage the J.K. Simmons character? A couple of times. Well, he says he says that he was he was still early on, and and if you if you look at it in that flashback, he's still in like the tux. He's still dressed up for the for the wedding. Okay. He's still trying to talk to the bartender. Like, do you know what's going on? Like, you're part of this, right? Yeah. So he's still. <laughs> this is early enough and he's still trying to sort shit out. Um, way before he's just given up. So. That's interesting. So he's just trying to
2: figure things out, and he's kind of like dropping – Lines, I guess, for a better word, at people just to see where you know how engaged they are, and then he gets J.K. Simmons engaged, and then they go off on this crazy drug-addled
1: <laughs> night, right? It's hilarious. And, and he says, "I wish this night could never end." He's like, "Well, <laughs> yeah. as a matter of fact, <laughs> I've got the answer to. right here, <laughs> door number one." <laughs> but then it's cool yeah. because you mentioned that he he meets up with him, like so. We'll jump in way ahead. So one of the things that they that they they really hit here is that that pain, you know, even though you, you can't die, you can still feel pain. And, and right. if you end up in ICU, you feel pain over weeks and months or whatever. But the second you finally fall asleep, you reset. So, you know, how, how many times maybe has he gone like a month further down the line before he's cycled right back to the to the end? Right. But um when JK Simmons finally she hits him with uh with a car, um uh, Sarah, Kristen, Kristen Milioti's character uh, yeah. hits him with a car. And he's like, I didn't realize what I was doing to you. And then he just sort of finds his peace in enjoying that day. You know, yeah. he, he watches his two kids. He, his wife is making dinner. He's like, this is the best day. This is the best it was. You know, it yeah. was never better than this. And, and he sort of, so he found his meaning. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause,
0: yeah, cause yeah. I mean, you have the, you know, the, you know, you don't know what you, you got till it's gone sort of thing. You know, that's, that's kind of what JK Simmons is going through, you know, because he's saying like, I don't want this day to end. Like this is the best day I've ever had and everything like that. And like, he didn't realize what he had right there. Same thing that happens every day. We're going to cook dinner. We're going to, watch tv we're gonna sit out in the yard you know gonna watch the kids play they're gonna draw a picture my kids watering
2: dog shit
1: right yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's just like it's yeah it's it's but where he said
1: yeah where he had said that the marriage is like this bottomless pit it yeah and he's he's now found that it you know this this is given the gift of of different perspective
2: yeah right and um For me, and maybe just me, but I'm like, wait, he lives in, I don't know where where J.K. Simmons lives. He lives in some other town. I forget what they said. And I'm like, Irvine. Irvine. Okay. So I'm like, well, why is he in Irvine? And then I'm like, oh, everybody just wakes up wherever the hell they were. So if you would, I don't know, for by chance flowing in from Europe that day, you'd, you'd wake up in France or something, you know, every single day. And he decides, no, this is a, yeah, after doing it day after day, he's like, no, this is, this is cool. This is what I want, yeah, and it, there was something there was something kind of deep there, and it was interesting he's showing andy the Andy Sandberg character that there is kind of something else. the one thing I do want to say though um uh it I hate to knock Andy Sandberg as an actor here, but by comparison uh the j k Simmons stuff i mean you know he's an oscar winning actor um He's incredible, clearly, um, and 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 it did kind of show to me, at least, that you know who, who was on the level there. Everything J.K. Simmons says and does is always the most interesting thing you're going to see. Versus Andy Samberg, I think he kind of had a little bit of a hard time, kind of catching up there, uh, just a little bit. And not that I'll just say it's a, a bit of a critique. I don't know if Andy Samberg is quite there as a as a dramatic actor. Um, certainly not in, in, in comparison
0: with J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a weakness we, of
2: the film. I, I do yeah. want to point that out.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard to, you know, compare them to, but at the same time, like I don't know if it's, you know if that's what they were going for. Like I mean, obviously it's still labeled as a comedy, I would say, you know, it's it's definitely a comedic <laughs> movie. It's yeah. Actually, yeah, it it's a comedy. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it you know boils down to. But yeah, I mean it's that's true. I mean, it's I I, I can't uh, you know, uh, but did deny the fact that Did you guys, did you guys that...
2: feel that way at any point in the movie because a, a couple there was I don't yeah. know, I can't point them out specifically, but there was a few times in the movie I'm like, "All right, Andy Samberg is he's funny, he's a, he's a likable enough guy, but he's not quite is is not yeah. quite
0: being the actor that I would, I mean, I'll I'll agree with you. Yes, J.K. Simmons is a better actor than J.K. Uh, than Andy Samberg, but I I wasn't thinking that okay. in this movie. I was just you know I was just I think the the movie did a great job to, for me not to think that. So two against even, one here,
1: Dan. Even yeah. in that scene, you know, like and here J.K. Simmons has found his his truth or his his meaning, you know. Right. And so even even in that scene, he has the more. He has the knowledge he has the right. he has the the power in that scene yeah. And Andy Sandberg is learning from him so he he he's almost a, a, a lesser character in the power st- structure of that scene that's a good point um and yeah, I do love funny. he's like can you just kill me one more time for old time like, <laughs> to get back, you know, like, <laughs> kill me. So I don't have to drive in traffic. He gets That's inside the garbage container and ever. gets
2: shot by the arrow. It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> but for me, you know, the, the, the chemistry between Andy and Kristen was yeah. fantastic. I truly believed that these two people were, you know had this connection and were falling in love and and that it, it wasn't forced, it wasn't contrived it they they cared about each other um and so i I bought that one hundred percent
2: me too. I think she actually gave the best performance of the whole movie uh, I knocked Andy Sandberg a little bit, but I think she was great in this film uh i I'd like to see more of her, and I wish there was more of her. I thought she was phenomenal, and I love the reveal because we don't know. We assume she's waking up in a hotel room by herself and then right. here we are about halfway, two thirds, whatever, through the movie, we realize Jesus Christ, she's waking up she's waking up in the groom's room with the groom. She freaking banged the groom <laughs> before the night of the wedding. And God, no wonder why she feels like shit every every single time. Uh so and even
1: better, like the the way they frame that reveal is they have this this great moment out in this tent in the middle of the desert and they they have sex and they they you know they, they have this moment he's falling asleep she's just looking at him and and she seems content and and happy and and really and then bang she wakes up and then we get the reveal of this other thing yeah and and you know when we when we we're talking earlier about like there's no consequences. She wakes up every day with the consequences yeah, for action. Great right. call,
2: yeah, yeah. That's right. That that that's exactly right. Because her and Andy Samberg have well, unbeknownst to us, I think I think at that point have they we think Andy Sandberg has been a little bit uh, uh, gentlemanly, uh, as we call it, at least according to his story, that they haven't had sex yet, and finally. Um, you know, they're connecting. And, and of course, later he reveals that they banged like a thousand times, <laughs> so, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but at least for the audience, it's a final nice romantic moment where she's able to, maybe to get over that thing that she did. And then bam. Yeah. So great, great call Dan. Yeah. The way those, those two things work together. Excellent.
1: Yeah. And that's where I wanted to sidebar into how I met your mother. Um, Cause I just rewatched it. Like I said earlier and um, God, I really wish they would have brought her in earlier. Like, I felt like, it not as much this second time through, but the first time through, I was hate-watching that show by the end. You know, <laughs> it was, like it, it was like, You gotta hate that. Who is I she? So, yeah, now you're gonna kill her after you introduce her? What the oh, hell is that? Oh, dude. That, <laughs> no. I'm not even on that. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> I really wish we'd have gotten more than a season of her interacting with these characters. Like, she was such a, this great energy to that group, yeah. I wish they'd have brought her in two seasons earlier. I agree, you know, and given us some time with her because she was she's fantastic and she deserved that. Um, yeah, that that finale that pissed me off. <laughs> you know, people want people want to shit on Game of Thrones. No, like, so in in my book, if you if you go to YouTube and the How I Met Your Mother has an official like the 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 How I Met Your Mother production group yeah. made an official alternate ending, and oh. I and it's just, out. and, and it is worth checking out. It is to me, I've decided that that is in my Canon, the way the show ended, you oh know, my gosh. I, I, I didn't want it to become how I met your stepmother or how I met your aunt Robin. <laughs> um, it, it's, it, it, it does a, a great job of just saying, you know, it's all about the mom and this is my path. All I had to do to get to her was these things. And he kind of re- recaps the different steps he took to find her.
0: Ben, are you a f- are you a fan of the show? I've I, I've only watched like the first se- couple oh, I, seasons. I, I hate so, okay. So yeah, w- I, can, can we do it? I now know what happens, kind of. <laughs> but- well, I don't know. I don't, don't spoil <laughs> me, Dan. But so what
2: did you, if, if, if you don't mind this digression, because I, I love the show. Um, my wife and I watched it, you know, crazily. The ultimate end. Do you still have a problem with the ultimate end, getting
1: to Robin, or was it, or what? You, yep. so you're not
2: a fan of that either.
1: Because for me, it, it, his whole story was she was just another, you know, because he's got all these girls that he that he dated along the way. The uh-huh. the cupcake girl and um, Elliot Victoria. from Scrubs yeah. and, you know, uh, the mom is just another girl on the way to getting ultimately to Robin. And and that that I felt was just um, kind of a betrayal of nine years of, interesting. of of this thing. But the kids love Robin, don't they? they do and 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 that's fine and and ultimately you know if something happens to the person that you're you're with you you want you still want to find happiness but it it just turned it into because on day one episode one pilot he meets robin tells her he loves her and so the entire story is really about robin it's not about the mom yeah yeah it she's a she's a road post along the way, but it's really about how he ultimately is, is going to go back and, and win her in the end. So, wow, here we go. We need to have a, how I met your mother podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what Maybe. did the show is basically, so you I mean your point of the reading is the show essentially undermined its own premise
1: to me. Yeah. I, I feel like the show should be called how I met your stepmother because okay. if, you know, that's really the story he's telling and he, he 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 tells the story about the mom, but he's really telling them that to to lay the groundwork for. I'm going to go ask your aunt Robin out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that we're we're both old and and single.
0: Uh, okay. Last thing. Uh, why, do, why do they okay. call her Aunt Robin if it's a, uh, that just mom? like
1: close friends? You, you know.
0: Yeah, it's the way you might tell your kids uh, to call me Uncle Dave or something.
1: Eh.
2: No, yeah, no not creepy. Yet, I don't not, know. I don't. Yeah, don't want to be an uncle. Yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on here, Dan. This is, yeah. we'll maybe put a pin in this one. Um, interesting. Yeah, okay, I'm how I that out. mother? Look okay. at that.
1: But the, yeah, the alternate ending is definitely worth checking out. I feel like to me that that landed. No, here's what I will give them. I'm sorry to keep staying in this place. No, go for it. They made a bold choice. And they played it all the way through. And, and apparently they this was their their goal from the very beginning because... Yeah, that's you what know, George they, Lucas said. <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> but in this situation, you know, they filmed all those scenes with the two kids on day one. Because nine years later, those kids didn't look like that. No, you no. Know? So yeah. they, they filmed everything from those kids. They knew where they were going. And, and that's one I've, I've seen the writers of that show say that they were... You know, they, they always laughed about Lost, you know, and saying, oh, you were allowed to wing it?
0: Like <laughs> yeah, You sure. can do that? we were
1: really <laughs> tracking this shit of who, yeah. who,
2: who, when, and where. It can be all nonsense, J.J. Abrams style? Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, well, that's what I, I mean, not to, you know, spoil the end or anything, but that's it. what I love about Breaking Bad is that they did wing it. You know, they didn't know necessarily what was going to happen when they introduced certain things, but... Mm-hmm. The writing is just so good that they did wing it, you know, and kind of just were like, all right, let's write around this. And all right, we'll we'll now incorporate. Well, yeah, I think I think the
1: Mike character um, only came into the show because there was a um, uh, Saul wasn't available for the shoot. So they had to and he had auditioned for them earlier and they liked him. Oh, so they yeah. brought him back because they couldn't get that actor back to to deal with the situation that Walter was in. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one he, thing. It became say. a three season arc, but they were able to Sorry. write themselves, you know, write themselves through it, which is great. Great writing.
2: Only thing I will say about the going way, way back is the last season Breaking Bad. The, I didn't understand the transition to the. Don't forget. Uh, Dan hasn't seen everything yet. Well, no, this is general. The, the neo-Nazi biker gang thing. I, I didn't to me that none of that fit with the story at all and i didn't understand where we were there and that's i'll just stop with that. <laughs> I, I, to me it just felt very disconnected to what we had seen in the in the prior seasons and i'm like well who are these well they met todd though well they you know, met todd they met but todd. then he's yeah I, I don't know i'll stop there I, it just didn't feel like the same show anymore. At some point, so it felt like Sons of Anarchy or something. So, all right, shut up now. All right, yeah, we're, we're gonna... no, Let's do how, more. How I met your mother. Talk. <laughs> yeah, let's. Do, all right, How I Met Your Mother.
0: Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, Andy Samberg. He you know pushes Andy her off. Andy Samberg. That's her. She <laughs> he, he shoes her off, and she's upset that you know they had sex multiple times. And she goes off and tries to find a way to get out of this time loop. She starts calling quantum physicist and starts learning quantum physics. And none of it I know. You don't know know this I don't know anything about. But she learns it. And she finds out that we need to blow ourselves up.
1: And that's the fun thing is like how long did that little sidebar take? How many years and tens of years did she <laughs> become this expert on quantum physics um oh, forever because she yeah. by the
2: point she's you know talking to professors and she's and he's like well obviously i don't need to tell you anything because yeah. you have not the answer um but i do want to ask about this because i was wondering you know is this uh, should there be a scientific answer to this problem or should this be more of a and i i guess maybe maybe that's the break from groundhog day um Is should this be more of a spiritual answer to a problem? You know that that kind of a thing is. Can this thing just be worked out on on some pieces of paper? I don't know. It's more about solving yourself than um, you know some timing of a quantum physics kind of a thing. What do you guys think of that?
1: But I think it still came down to faith. You know, because they she had this theory, and this theory was great on paper or on computer constructs, but. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what happened. Yeah. With that goat that she blew. So she sends a goat in, and in the three seconds <laughs> it sets goat. to reset, she blows the goat up. Mm-hmm. And you, but they don't know, and that's the big thing at the end is that they're they're sitting there like, well, if we go through this, we might actually just blow ourselves up, and that might be the end. of it. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> you know, we could die outside yeah. of the time loop, and then we're just dead. Yeah. And and then the question is, is that worth the risk to have? Either a life together outside of here, or a life right. outside of here, whether we're together or not. Yeah, or just to not be in here anymore.
2: Right. It's, yeah. So it creates it presents its own uh, another problem. Yeah. So I, and Andy Sandberg is like, nah, I stay here. It's not worth the risk. And and that's one of the things we talked about in um in Groundhog Day. I think Ben, when either in the recap or either in the episode or in a recap, just mentioning it again is to me. The biggest thing with Groundhog Day is what happens when it's over? because yeah. now my life really means something where I've lived for God knows how long, you know, hundreds of years, maybe a thousand years, where my life basically didn't it didn't matter what I did every single day. And now today, man, I can't yeah. die. I gotta <laughs> I gotta put on my seatbelt.
0: I gotta like <laughs> really
2: take care of myself here because if I die, I'm it's over for real.
0: I think that's where this movie comes in is, you know, at the end, they are willing to kill themselves if they can't just live together forever. You know, they're they're, they are willing to go to that, you know, go go through it go through with it, as uh, you know, Dan was saying. So I think that's the ultimate answer. You know, it's like, you know, are we going to just keep living day after day? just not knowing what's actually going to happen. I could go and, you know, kill myself. on <laughs> I don't know, jump in the Grand Canyon or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, but the next day I'll be okay and I'll be right here by your side. Or is it just about, all right, well, if you're going to do this, I'm going to do it too, because I'd rather be dead than not be with. Well, you, and that's, so. and that
1: comes right on the heels of, of the scene with, um, with Roy. And he says, you have to find your Irvine. Right. And, and he she is his thing his his happy yeah. place in all of this she's the she's the only thing in however many hundreds or thousands of years that he's been doing this that has been worth you know changing the cycle for
0: right yeah and and I just love the little little tiny moments in this movie, like even like you know just him when he's first hitting on her at the beginning, you know after he gives that speech and stuff, she says something about his girlfriend, and she's like. He's like, oh, she doesn't love me. And it just switches (laughs) to her, like banging some dude in the bathroom. And he's like, yeah, see, (laughs) I told you. There's (laughs) there's so many little moments like that in this movie. That was a bit
2: (laughs) shocking the first time to see it because it's like, I mean, well, how well? I mean, how many times has he looked through the window? Number one, but uh, you know, yeah, because we don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, we knew she sucked, but we didn't know she was going to be, you know, that bad to him, you know, I mean, because he, Okay, so not only like his day, his day sucks, right? Yeah, I mean, right. it's not like he's in the, hes not in anything really all that great. He's in—he's not at home. He's with a girlfriend he doesn't love, who doesn't love him, who was willing to cheat on him, was going to cheat on him every single freaking day, and so it, it, it's similar to uh, to her. I mean, well, she wakes up, she wakes up, uh, you know, ashamed and and guilty every because it's it's worse but uh, i understand i mean both of them basically wake up to shit every single day right, because they yeah. know that you know it, there there is no you know it's not like i'm waking up in some resort or something where it's going to be an okay day you know every day kind of is crap it, it, it is interesting to see that way it's not just like like in groundhog day uh phil phil connors could make anything of that day can't he in a sense whereas right uh, you know he's just he's just kind of an asshole and needs to learn not to be an asshole anymore whereas uh these people need to really work through some serious shit
1: and he's and he's He's not even there as like family or friend. He's the plus one, so, yeah. so he's even more right. removed from the whole situation. Yeah,
2: yeah there's that one scene like, where they're all doing coke. And they're like, "Well, Misty's boyfriend, you want to some want to get in on this or something?" They <laughs> don't
0: even know his name. Well, yeah. I love every time he barges in in the morning and her parents are there and stuff, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> "He's like, I'm boyfriend. Niles. What do you mean? Like, what? He's
1: just making margaritas at like he's nine like, in get, the morning. He's like getting annoyed that they don't know him. It's it's awesome. And I need to get to give a shout out to um, one of my my castmates on The Night Watchman. Uh, she's an actor in this area, in New York and, and in the Mid-Atlantic, and um, she's also a stunt performer, and she did the, uh, the face plant, the sister's face plant on the pool deck in this movie. <laughs> oh so man! busts her teeth out. That's, that's my friend. Her name's Ileana Everhart, Everhart. Oh, that and was she, brutal
2: uh, to yeah. watch, man. Great job by her.
1: <laughs> so she's part of the Night Watchman crew. Um, yeah. one of our clown pyres.
2: Oh man, I think 'cause I think they played that one twice, right? Because we, we saw the initial shock and they
0: redid oh man. Yeah. Oh
2: brutal freaking <laughs> getting your teeth knocked out. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's ooh rough. <laughs> rough stuff. So good job. I found a dentist who can glue teeth or whatever the repeater galaxy. We did it. Um what Excellent. so what do you do you guys remember how far he said he drove one time? Like how far he was able to get. Yeah, it was like Equatorial Guinea, wherever the yeah,
1: fuck He that got is. on a plane, though. He said he hopped <laughs> yeah. on a plane, but he was all f- methed out, and so they uh, as, soon okay. as, as soon as he got off the plane, they arrested him, and, and then he, he passed out, and he was right back. <laughs> right, so what would you guys, I mean, just think. I
2: mean, what, what would you guys do? I mean, uh, I don't know, because yeah, I was trying to think of that, too. I mean, what would the I... The ultimate question. Right. I mean, what, what would I... <laughs> if I knew... All right, so be- maybe before the the complete nihilism sits in, where you just give up, where you just go into the
0: pool because whatever. it's funny because his name is Niles, yeah, Niles, nihilism, Niles,
2: you know? Nilesism. Would you <laughs> try? To, would you try to do day trips as the best you could? I mean, Equatorial Guinea, you don't have to be on meth to go there. I mean, you could go. I don't know. I mean, something. I mean, what do you have a thought on this? I mean, what? Yeah, I, how would you feel? And or would you just give up quickly? <laughs> what would you do? I mean, me?
0: Yeah, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> I most likely would you try give to do up. a podcast every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we gotta have the perfect podcast. Today's gonna be the day. <laughs> and would you try is. to find like a lost love? Would you try yeah. to? Would you? I mean, some. I don't
2: know. What? What would you do? And is that? Is that I gonna, would
0: try to find the perfect. Phrase to say to someone to give me what I want. Like I would try to find like the human, like connect, like the human psyche. Like I would discover that and try to say like, is there a correct way to say certain words in a certain way for someone to do X, you know, give me a million dollars or, you know, just... Something like that. I feel like I would. I would try to figure that out. I mean, that would take a long time. Obviously, so it'd you know, be like a but,
2: study of the yeah. human condition, kind of right? right. Yeah, so yeah. Like, just how, like is like, there figure? Try to figure everything. So by the end, you're like, I can say, right? A, and to, to anybody I interact, like an algorithm.
1: With. Yeah would you do Would yeah. you do
2: algorithm, Dan? What Would you do?
1: Sorry, I was just <laughs> trying to see how far Skywalker Ranch is from Palm Springs. So if I went into the cycle, <laughs> can't I would be see that how... far. I'd, I'd spend a lot of time breaking in there. <laughs> we got to the Grand Canyon water, at least. Right. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that can't be too far, obviously. i I probably yeah.
1: have a hard time breaking out of the whole, like, you know, somewhere in this, I'm going to pay for the thing, the bad things I do in here. You know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, so you would, so would you guys try to, cause I think at some point you'd want to like, I, I'm thinking of myself, I'd probably. All right. So in terms of, all right. So, all right let Let's maybe put this into, <laughs> right. in into categories um, things you want to do to make you happy um so Dan go skywalker ranch I'm thinking Grand Canyon uh, maybe you know do happy things right well learn how to sail or something like that, or learn how to um i don't know race a car or something like that right so th- those are the things that come to mind so what about happy things? play a guitar. Uh maybe you do a song where you show up where people there's live music and you play a song and everybody loves you kind of a thing. That's that's something uh yeah. what about that? What I think of think of happy things, guys. Well you yeah. just said it.
0: What,
1: what, <laughs> is, are there any others? <laughs> yeah, I'd learn guitar, I'd uh yeah. I'd learn Italian. I've I've started yeah. that here You just said talking uh, Italian to people. <laughs> are you Italian, Dan? I am. Oh for, okay, great. Uh my grandparents
2: Hard. are off the boat,
1: so from Naples. Oh, well. Uh, my, my grandmother was the first of her siblings born here. Oh, beautiful. Um, oh. We're on the other side. We're on the, the, the Eastern coast.
0: Nice. His last name starts with the vowel, Dave. <laughs> what do you, what what do you think he was? You know, That's I mean, true. come on. <laughs> uh, ben, happy things. You got any? uh yeah i mean yeah i mean like you said like it would be cool to crush a crowd you know with with my guitar skills i mean i already know how to play guitar but yeah. you know i could always improve <laughs> you know maybe piano you know learn piano you show up and, shop, and you do like uh elton john yeah or billy something. joel yeah. Yeah. yeah elton john yeah same thing what about uh, but, okay you got more no i don't what about criminal activity you. um cause I'm thinking Ooh. you
2: know you buy a gun and you just go like I mean, would you guys would you, would you do that? Go like, why is that to, have have to be bank? violent? Well, I don't know, because you you got because uh, all right. Imagine you have infinite lives, right? This is a video game with infinite lives. Like, you have a purpose to the video game where you're supposed to do an objective, but then sometimes, like, I don't know, like, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, where sometimes you just shoot people, you know? Because <laughs> would you try? Cause I'm to, bored. Because <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah. Would you try to do that? Would you go like, okay, how can I rip off this bank? You know, kind of a thing. Um
1: yeah I think there's a point where you once you get past the oh so this is really never going to end no matter what I do and and I think that's when you start yeah opening the the options uh, right. into things that you might not normally have <laughs> have done
0: once I know 100% for sure that there's going to be absolutely no consequences to me or anybody else, then yes, uh, maybe, maybe I might do some Grand Theft Auto shit. <laughs> All right, Dave? <laughs> <Great>. <laughs>
1: but I wouldn't start with murder. I'd like to hurt yeah. somebody yeah. and yeah. make sure that the next day that they were cool before I started killing people. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, you're you still here? Okay, now I, can, now I can whack some people.
0: because yeah, you, 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 you... you remember me cutting off your pinky ever? Or... <laughs> okay, no? Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, right. no, I was just kidding, bro. I was just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know you get into a fight with the wrong person and you end yeah. up like you know having some teeth knocked out or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's true. But uh, hey, you will wake up with tomorrow, tomorrow with yeah. teeth tomorrow.
2: But uh, but as Andy Samberg says, you know you don't want to end up in the ICU. That's really 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 yeah, painful.
0: That's not a place you want to be. Which uh, which
2: brings me to my next one. Sorry, which is you know the suicide thing. Um, I don't want. I'm not a suicidal guy. And if I'm gonna die, I want it to be quick and painless. Would you guys explore the depths of, of suicide the way Andy Sandberg did, and the way we we saw in, in Groundhog Day? You know, maybe you go out swimming with some sharks, or you know, do some crazy shit. I
0: don't know. It would it would be interesting what it's like to die. I guess you know what it actually feels like on that dying moment. You know, to be able to speak on that. You know what 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 actually does happen because obviously no one's been able to say that since the dawn of time you know what what the actual moment is like does your life flash before your eyes does you know do you see a white light you know all that so yeah i mean it would be interesting to explore that yeah sure damn damn Dan's damn. <laughs> <Damn's> getting <laughs> really <laughs> morbid here and dark so well
1: this yeah, is he, the stuff uh, the movie talks about so it's, it's true it's true I think there's a certain point where you you've been there so long that you're just looking for any way out. You know, right. You can't live that same day over and over, one more time. And, you, you know, and and so obviously, and, and I was and I like I like the first time that she's I like that. He doesn't even try to stop her. He's like, you know, you're just going to wake up in the same place when she when she starts to speed the car up. Yeah, and she can go in, in the path of the semi. He takes his seatbelt off and he leans over into the the airbag. (laughs) I'm just going to make sure it happens fast. (laughs) Very matter of fact.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: Well, and I just love that
0: they just keep you know playing back to to earlier moments. Like even at the end, you know, you, once they do explode, you see them floating in a pool, and that was a moment we saw earlier. We floated in a yeah. pool. And he's like, I know they weren't here today, and then they show up the next day at the end. And he's like, Oh, I guess they come home November tenth, or you know, whatever it was. I thought that yeah. was uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> a oh.
0: fitting moment. That's
1: when they come home. Yeah. <laughs> and would there be a point
2: where you're so bored where you want to? feel something even if it's an awful feeling uh because you become so disenfranchised numb to the world where uh maybe i don't know i mean the movie doesn't doesn't quite say this but now i'm just thinking you know do you, you want to be like all right maybe some pain pain is the only thing i can get out of this world
0: i, I don't know i'm just what. What uh, what do you think, Dave? Well, well, like all these questions you're asking, (laughs) let's hear your answer. Well, I just wonder, I mean, because you're you're here for, you know. Would uh, you want to explore the death uh, portion that we just spoke about? I don't want to, but not now. But I wonder what I would. No, not now. I'm just saying. I mean, not now, but
2: how would I feel after, you know, after hundreds of deaths? Maybe I maybe I want to know what it's like to be drawn and quartered. I don't know, <laughs> or, or something like that. I have, I have no yeah. clue. But oh, at what point do you get to be like, I am so numb. I'm so done with the world. Where I just just you know stab me or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm c- kind of curious about that.
1: And I think that's that. I mean, that's what it gets to is how do you find meaning in in the middle of all that? It, it's it's you can't. It, it's just so you you just. He's reserved yeah. himself to this idea that there is no meaning. There's no, nothing matters, and and I'm just going to live every day. Whatever comes up, that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So
2: I would think he's past all. I guess all the stuff we're, we've kind of speculated about, the Andy Samberg pa- character is past all of that shit. He's probably gone through all of it uh, one way or another, through happiness, uh, crime, suicide death all that and he now we're meeting him at a great point as you say dan instead of seeing uh phil connors in groundhog day who's who's learning and 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 then get finding his way into a universe we're 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 arrived at a man (laughs) who's been here for an age essentially he's like nah this ain't it. <laughs> like yeah. the last thing, don't hurt me because I've, I've done all this stuff. I've tried it all. I've been through here. He's kind of saying, he's almost like, you know, the old man kind of, kind of giving advice to, so, to like a young kid in a sense where you don't want to go down this path because it leads to nothing but, but ruin. Uh, but he's still, even at that point, he still quite hasn't found his way out. And, and it is interesting at the, at that point, he almost becomes a coward in, in a sense, doesn't yep. he?
1: Yeah. He, 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 He's comfortable. He's he's kind of found his, his comfortable spot and and his comfort zone there in in this re- repetition. And he he's afraid to go back. I think to the to the real world when she gives him that option. He's like, I I want to stay here. I'm I'm not. I don't want to yeah, go back. Definitely, you're a coward, Dave. That's <laughs> I what am. I have to say, I like but... my
2: warm blanket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I, that's what I did like about the way they you know we, we talked about that this this time loop thing has happened. Oh, just in so many movies, um, right. I liked the way Edge of Tomorrow handled the time, the repetition. You know, once once they sort of set up the the construct, they they then started jump like leapfrogging forward yeah. in it. So that we didn't have to see the same <laughs> realization, the same you know, I got you, babe, every time. Right. It reset, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely, definitely unique. And I forget in Edge of Tomorrow do. Does um, Emily Blunt always know that Tom Cruise like is waking up in the same day? Like, I know she's no. waking up on the same day.
1: No, so she lost it, but because she had it once, he tells her, "I'm you." Then she okay. Got it. So yeah, as so, long as he, he has gets to, her and tells her that, then she's she's with. Yeah.
0: Her. So he has to tell her that every day he yeah. wakes up. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the movies that we actually see that they both have the same memory of what happens when they when they do wake up and everything like that you know just with the you know jk simmons character and all that so yeah i think this is another unique turn i think this movie does is have them have the same memories and know what each other did you know the the and it helps them be able to build a relationship uh that's believable and you know yeah, so I I appreciated that. Uh, yeah, because I mean, even the you know Bill Murray character, you, you know, the audience sees him and uh, Andy McDowell, you know, be with each other the whole movie. But like, when you really think about it, like. Is he really going to make her feel the way she does at the end in one day? Like really? Like right. is she really going to fall in love with him like that? Yesterday um, she thought he was the biggest asshole, <laughs> right? <ever. laughs> exactly. So it's like oh, I, I feel like this. Point. Yeah, this movie I feel like is definitely more believable in that regard. You know that people could actually fall in love uh, in this in this sickness. I'm going to call it a sickness, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so there was there was a character at, I watched, I rewatched it last night because I I caught this probably uh, three weeks ago, a month ago. So I wanted to kind of refresh it. Yeah, and you were, we, we were we were all
0: waiting on Dave to finally
1: Freaking watch <laughs> it. So. And, Always. And there's one character at the wedding. So after he gives that great speech, um, which it's really just him half-assing it. You know, I, I love that he has raise a glass and he just pops the beer with his one hand, yeah. you know, like um, <laughs> he gives this great speech about love. And it's really just all about getting with, with Sarah. And this old woman walks up to him and goes, I've been to more weddings than you could imagine. And that's the best speech I've ever heard. And then when it comes all the way back around the last time Sarah repeats, cause she's now got this plan to go do this thing and get yeah. out of the cycle. Right. Who gives a speech to her sister and then she is gonna leave and the woman comes up and goes, That was the best speech I've ever heard and I guess you're gonna leave now. So I was like, That old woman I think is might be in the loop too and just a completely different story than than Niles and Sarah and, and, and and Roy.
2: Yeah, did, uh, did she have too many gin and tonics and wander into the cave?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was definitely thinking something about that woman, you know, when, when she initially was brought up and was saying those things. I was like, wait, what? How does she know this? So, yeah, I kind of want to see the sequel where she's. She, we see her story <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> so what do we think of uh, of the big problem that uh, clearly she slept with the groom Um and how does this ultimately get resolved? Does well, does because, did she
0: whisper something to her sister in the last speech? Or no, that um, was in the middle. In the middle, that, okay. that was it's when the... she
1: was trying to to do the the oh the selfless thing, and right. then it, it still reset. And that's when she's like, "I have to get the fuck out of here."
0: Yeah, yeah. right. Um, she, um, to she tells do the groom, Bill Murray.
2: Sorry. Now she tells the groom later that you know don't don't screw this up or something. Was that was that the speech? To, to knock him into sense or does she just have to be just to make peace with the, with 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 her bad decisions?
1: Yeah. And and I think that's, yeah, I I think that's, that's exactly that. She, she, she gives this great speech to her sister. She, she tells him you and I both know basically and don't. And and now she's going to go get out of this cycle.
0: Yeah. It's about uh, fixing yourself and then blowing yourself up. (laughs) Yeah. That's essentially what you have to do. And, and I do like pick. to
1: think that the, um, the 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 massive amounts of C four that she was able to, uh, <laughs> to obtain that she got them by breaking into the back room in an army surplus tour. <laughs>
0: I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, she totally went full commando there. Yes. You know, <laughs> she, yeah, she she definitely did that. And even in another day, she even you know went to some island and destroyed some. Yeah, uh, some she killed Sully last. She but painted she lied. Her- yeah painted her face and everything <laughs> good callback good callback <laughs> thank you
2: and it does kind of have a i mean where they they do the thing they blow it up and 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 they they end up in this pool that they've it's just a great way of of showing that time has passed because they're in this place that they've been on that day they must have gone into this pool many many times and then the family shows up like what the fuck are you doing here in my pool, you know, kind of a thing. It's a great way of just, you know, showing that uh, life does actually go on now and we can, we're released from this burden or whatever, and we've kind of made it through. Um, I I did like that.
1: And then, so then there's this great, um, right before she, she goes off into blow herself up in the vortex, she leaves a message for somebody. We don't know who that is. She's She's on the phone. She's leaving a message, and she says, "We hope hope you can make it." And then, um, so there's a post credit scene with Roy. I don't know if did, did you guys both catch that because a friend of mine. I saw, I saw
0: the yeah. I saw the uh, post credit scene. Yeah. So
1: then is he. That, so is oh is that who she was calling? That's who she was calling to let him know uh, there's a way out. And so he uh, shows back up at the at the yeah, wedding, yeah, yeah. and he walks up to Andy Sandberg and Andy's back in the suit. You know, it, it's <sighs> it's the original like. Alpha version of the original timeline and yeah. uh, Niles. Um <laughs> that was who who the fuck are you? I'm like what? <laughs> and so well, then that he was is great... like I can I can get out of this. This guy's right. not the same person that I that I've been hunting.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there is a way out. Yeah, I love that they added that little touch there at the after the credits. I thought that was great. And uh yeah, I guess I just didn't realize that's who she she called at the end so that yeah that makes perfect sense so uh but yeah i mean that's uh that's palm springs uh any other thoughts you guys had on the on the film any other uh uh analyzing you had in mind dave Uh, no
2: not much for me i'm I'm enjoying the time loop as we uh sift through here since uh what february march yeah i don't don't
0: even know
1: what's today i I, I don't even know like like what month it was that we did commando. I, Was it April? Was it January? I don't know. I don't
0: Wait, know. we're not doing Commando right now? I thought that's what we were talking about. Um, so, <laughs> rating-wise, uh, how would we rate this film, guys? Alright, so I'll go uh, in terms of stars and popcorn. I would say this is a good
2: movie. This is a this is a good movie. Uh, with a, a very timely movie, of course, as we talked about with the time loop. Here we are in COVID. Uh, it, it's, it's an inventive story, not particularly original. And uh, uh, despite, uh, I think Andy Sandberg did a, as good a job as he could have done. Uh, it's a little bit of a critique. And of course, what did I say? When he's there with J.K. Simmons, I think there's a, a stark contrast and acting talent. Uh, I think uh, Andy Sandberg struggles a little bit to carry the dramatic parts, but still very good. And so I'll say three stars. And in terms of entertainment, I think three buckets of popcorn. I was engaged. I was laughing. Um, not, you know, it's not. It's hard to judge this movie, but I'm going to judge it in the time that it came out. Um, if this movie just came out kind of randomly, and maybe if i maybe if I had seen it in the theaters in a normal period of time in a normal 2020, I might have been harsher towards it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm generally positive. I think this is a good movie. Of course, I want. I want to also mention. Uh, Kristen Milioti did a great job. No, she genuinely really was good. I I've Actually, she did a better job than Andy Samberg in this film. Uh, I think yeah. she was actually the star of this film, even yeah. though he's sort of uh, kind of the headline. Um, uh, her acting, everything she did in this film was fantastic. So uh, I think this is an overall a good movie. Very entertaining. So three stars, three buckets.
1: Yeah, as as good as you know, as good as great as she. I wish we would have gotten more of of her on How I Met Your Mother. She she was uh, she's a Broadway actress. She she was in the, the Broadway original cast of the movie Once. You know they they did the the Broadway version of that movie. Oh, she was in that. Oh, I yeah.
2: freaking love that
1: movie. Yeah. So she's she's on the on the original Broadway soundtrack. She's the one singing on uh, Falling Slowly. Oh wow. Wow. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, I I um I'm in the same same boat. I don't think in a different time this movie I, I might not have even watched it. You know, I might right. not have caught it. Um I think it was, you know, now I've seen it twice and it, it helped me both times. I laughed both times. I, I had there were very emotional moments both times. So I I'm gonna give it um three and a half, three and a half. I think it's 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 on the north side of okay, you yeah. know, it's 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 good. And yeah, I think that's, uh, it's, it's as, as good as it is, it's enjoyable too, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a solid double,
0: you know? Like, yep, yeah, yep. <laughs> double. Ben, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I'm going, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a solid movie. I'm going uh, three and a half stars and uh, I think it's a uh, very entertaining. I'm going four buckets of popcorn. Nice. I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh yeah, just, I, I really enjoyed this film. I called it a film. You know, because it's three wow. and a half stars. What you know? a So not a movie, you know. So <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. The the four bucks of popcorn again. I just I, I found you know the the found it very comedic, but also just an easy watch. And just I was never bored throughout it. And you know, I stuffed my face with popcorn through the only next ninety
1: day. minutes. By the way,
0: yeah, yeah. Your favorite? Oh, uh, anything. So. Yeah, anything under ninety minutes <laughs> is boring.
1: That's what when we, when we turned on Eurovision today, and it, was, it said two, two, two hours and three minutes. I was like, the two hours? <laughs> no. There's no oh. reason for this movie to be two hours. I
0: well, then that's why I turned on uh, American Pickle. I was like, Oh, I can watch this in time. It's it was an hour and 29 minutes. I was like, nice. All right, sweet. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was, one of the, that best, was nice. the, the,
1: the best. Uh, you know, we get great reviews on the Night Watchmen all the time, and it's 83 minutes, and people feel like it doesn't feel like it's that short. Like, we it gets in, it gets, it does It tells a story and gets out before right. an hour and a half, you know. I got to share a story with you guys though, because I was listening, like I said earlier today, I was listening to your uh, Catch Me If You Can episode, and um, which I, that is, I love that movie. If that were on the yeah. table, like, I, I was so jealous that someone else got to <laughs> sit in and Sorry, talk man. about that she, one. She beat you to it. Sorry. The music, <laughs> like you said, the opening titles, they have yeah, that, yeah. that Hitchcock yeah. opening titles. It's um good, yeah. Um, I think I read that uh, I saw an interview with uh, John Williams and he was saying that he, he was in Henry Mancini's band at one point. So he made all the music kind of themed around Henry Mancini. Um, Nice. But she was, she was shitting on uh, walking uh, pretty heavy. (laughs) Yep. And she was, yep. and so she was. (laughs) I have some friends that uh, worked on wedding crashers. um, Okay. Which, I actually I auditioned for Wedding Crashers. That was my, one of my first feature film auditions uh, right after I joined SAG. And um, I auditioned for the guy that says football and uh, and crab cakes. That's what Maryland does. <laughs>
0: oh, and that gets played at
1: Maryland games every Saturday <laughs> oh, on, in the like, fall. <laughs> if that could have been me, that would have been just phenomenal. But, oh. So I had a friend that worked on the crew for Wedding Crashers and uh, the house that once they crash the wedding and then they go back with the family, um, that's on the eastern shore. And that house, like the back, the window, or I guess the, the dining room has these French doors that open up onto a lawn that goes okay. straight into the bay, oh, like, nice. like the Chesapeake Bay. So they said one night the, the, the shoot was going long. And OK, I'm going to preface this. So that I don't, so that you, so that blockbuster mentality doesn't get sued by Walken Enterprises. Um, this <laughs> is later. a story I was told by someone <laughs> I trust, but that I was not there. Um, okay. <laughs> but I trust that it's it's pretty valid. Um, so in the middle of this long ass shoot that was going into overtime, um, that that dinner scene, Christopher Walken just gets up and he walks around the table and he walks out the door and he walks down the lawn and he walks straight into the bay. And,
2: what? Just walks
1: and like, out. um okay, uh okay, uh, Mr. And my friend is like he, I don't want to say what he did so that no one can know, but he was part of the crew and he had a radio. So he said, yeah. So I hear on the radio this thing goes around, and it's like um what's Mr. Walkins in the bay. And so they send some poor PA down to say, uh, Mr. Walken, we need to <laughs> get you back into wardrobe. And and so and so this guy says, Walken is like up to his nose in the water, just eyeballs. Oh my! He and he goes, "Young man, I am not an actor. I'm an alligator." <laughs> and so, and so it's, it's, You're bullshit, does right? I'm not. I swear. This is the story that it was as it was told. to me. <laughs> and So, the, so the guy radios back. Um, Mr. Walkin <laughs> says that he's an alligator, <laughs> and there's there's a couple minutes and then over the radio is okay that's a wrap for tonight let's go ahead and." Uh...
0: <laughs>
1: so... oh my god that is holy crap yeah that's uh apparently Beautiful. he has he has gotten to the point in his career where he knows like you know what I don't think this shoot needs to go this long tonight, and I'm going to shut it down because we don't need to be here anymore.
0: Yeah. I'm just <laughs> walking into the bay. I'm an alligator. You do a good uh, Christopher Walken, by the way. Thank that you. It's gorgeous. Oh, unbelievable! Oh man. Oh, my, also, my Dan, cough.
2: there is no any movie you've got in mind is is yours for the taking. Just to, gotcha. just to set that clear. So if you're like, hey guys, you know, I'm thinking about God knows what, but. Oh, I'd like to do Well, this I think one. he
0: said that about, uh, about Palm Springs, and you took forever to
1: watch it. But, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's all right. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, well, we honored that,
2: though. So, you know,
1: cool. anything I you just got. figured it was like the only current movie we we're going to yeah. get a chance to, <laughs> to talk about for a while.
0: Yeah. It's I'm an alligator. True. It's, true. it's either alligator. Palm Springs or, or uh, Commando. So, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, I
2: saw all but, of that in my mind's eye. Hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been great having you, Dan.
1: Thanks. It's been great being here.
0: All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave and Dan, I am Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.